Hello, and welcome to the ESE Family Connections. I'm your host, Debbie Anderson, Director of ESE. Today we have Jamie McKenna joining us to talk to us about the behavior-focused classrooms. Jamie is one of our program facilitators for the ESE department. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you, Ms. Anderson, for having me today. Jamie, can you tell us a little bit about the behavior-focused classrooms that we have in Santa Rosa County? Well, first, our classes are located at Oriole Beach Elementary and Pea Ridge Elementary. And our vision is that our students will become dynamic, respectful, responsible citizens within the community. They will also become lifelong learners who can independently make positive choices. We also strive to have interactions that are respectful with others and have them taking ownership of their actions. We also want them to be able to display compassion and patience and being trustworthy people. We also will strive to have them understand what it takes to be self-determined and will strive to be great leaders. Can you tell us a little bit about what techniques and supports you use in those classrooms to reach the goals that you've discussed? So one of our first goals and techniques is that we use a three to one ratio where we have three students for every one adult. So that looks like one teacher and currently two assistants in the classrooms. We also teach the kids zones of regulations as one of our many tools to help them regulate their emotions and also teach them the basis for regulating their emotions. The students are also given daily point sheets to help self-monitor their behaviors and it's also a great tool to communicate with the families how their day went. I also meet with the classrooms regularly to assist and guide with any needs that they may have. You talked a little bit about zones of regulations. Can you explain to us what that is? So zones of regulation pairs colors with emotions. For example, the students will learn that the green zone is happy. They then learn what that emotion looks like on them and how it makes them feel when they are in the green zone. How does knowing their color help them regulate their emotions? So once they learn which color pairs with which emotion, they're then able to learn what items or what type of task can help them move from each of those zones. For example, if they're feeling in the blue zone, which is sad, they are then able to take certain items such as maybe puzzle time to get them back into the green happy zone. Jamie, can you tell us what all is considered when looking at a placement in the behavior-focused classrooms? So students in our classrooms typically struggle to communicate feelings and emotions in appropriate manners. They also struggle with impulse control and can require extra assistance to learn how to show self-control and in their decision-making process. Prior to the behavior-focused classroom, we have provided interventions in their general education classrooms first. If these interventions prove unsuccessful, then we discuss moving to behavior focus for more support. What type of behavior interventions would be attempted in the general education classroom? So it really depends on each student and their particular needs, but some examples can include providing visuals to help with communication. 
So that could be as simple as providing them with pictures that show them what's coming up next throughout their day, which we call a visual schedule. It can also be providing pictures to allow them to communicate what they need or what they would like. Another example that we also could try is what's called a token economy. This is similar to what a lot of parents use at home as their rewards or sticker charts where students are working towards certain items or maybe certain tasks that are highly motivating for them. So if the data that's collected from those interventions show that the student is not making progress and the IEP team decides that the behavior focus class is the appropriate setting, how long does the student remain in that placement? So once a student enters our classroom, we start monitoring their growth and development through data meetings. And based on when they start making progress, we would then discuss having them integrate back into their general education environment. We typically do this in what's referred to as a gradual release, which means that we transition them back in small increments throughout their day. We might start with the subject that they're more successful in. So if they are either very high performing in math or maybe math is their more preferred subject, we start there and we work with those teachers to provide the interventions that the students may need to be successful in those classrooms. We also provide them with supports throughout their day. So if they need a break, they're allowed to come back and check in with us and, and get that break that they need. And our overall goal is for them to have the full day in that general education setting with those non-disabled peers. When I meet with parents, they often ask what an FBA or PBIP is since students in our behavior focus classes often have them. Can you explain to us what those acronyms stand for and what they are? Sure. The FBA stands for Functional Behavior Assessments. This is where we conduct observations and interviews for students to see what the function of their behavior is. What that means is we're trying to figure out why a certain behavior may be happening in the classroom. Then once we compile that information, we're able to write the PBIP, which is our Positive Behavior Intervention Plan. These plans are individualized to each student and provide staff a guide on how to possibly stop the behaviors before they happen or what to do for the student when the behaviors occur. This also helps them regulate the student's emotion and it teaches the students how to self-monitor their own behaviors. At the beginning of this segment, you talked to us about the behavior-focused classrooms being located at Pea Ridge Elementary as well as Oriole Beach Elementary. What happens if a student is determined eligible for the behavior focus class and they are not at that school? So if the IEP team determines that that would be the best class for the student and the best placement, then we complete what's called an out of zone request and we provide a bus to help the student get from their house to those schools and return them home at the end of the day. Thank you, Jamie. You gave us a lot of helpful information about the behavior-focused classrooms. Thank you, listeners, for taking the time to tune in. If you have questions in regard to our behavior-focused program, 
please reach out to Jamie McKenna. Also, stay tuned for additional segments of our ESE special education classrooms.